This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information for how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Poems by Gerard Manley Hopkins. Read by Linda Liu. Part 2B. Editor's Notes to Poems 5-14. through 14. Poem 5. Penman Pool. Early Copy in Capital A. Text title and punctuation from autograph in capital B dated quote, Barmouth Marianneth Shire August eighteen seventy six unquote. But that autograph writes Leisure for pleasure in first line Skulls in stanza two and in stanza eight Month has a capital initial Several copies exist and vary. Stanza 3, line 2. Kader Idris is written as a note to giant stool. Stanza 8, line 4. Several variants. Two good copies read Darksome Danksome, but the early copy in capital A has Darksome Darksome, which capital B returns to. Stanza 9, line 3, capital A has, but praise it, and two good copies, but honor it. Poem 6, The Silver Jubilee. In honor of the most reverend James First Bishop of Shrewsbury, St. Bono's Vale of Cluid, 1876, I think. Capital A. Text and title from autograph in capital B. It was published with somebody's sermon on the same occasion. Another copy in H. Poem 7. God's Grandeur. Standard Rhythm Counterpointed. Two autographs, February 23, 1877 and March 1877. In capital A. Text is from Corrections in capital B. The second version in capital A has Lightning for Shining in line 2, explained in a letter of January 4th, 83. Capital B returns to original word. Poem 8, The Starlight Night, February 24th, 77. Autograph in capital A, quote, Standard Rhythm Opened and Counterpointed, March 77, unquote. Capital A, later corrected version, quote, St. Bonos, February 77, unquote, in capital B. Text follows capital B. The second version in capital A was published in Miles's book, quote, Poets and Poetry of the Century, unquote. Poem 9, Spring. Standard Rhythm, opening with Sprung Leadings, May 1877. Autograph in capital A, text from Corrections in capital B, but punctuation from capital A, was published in Miles's book from Incomplete Correction of capital A. Poem 10, The Lantern, Standard Rhythm, with one sprung leading and one line counterpointed. Autograph in capital A. Text 
title and accents in lines 13 and 14 from corrections in capital B where it is called quote, companion to number 26 St. Bono's 77 unquote. Poem 11 Walking by the Sea Standard Rhythm in parts sprung and in others counterpointed Ryle May 77 Capital A This version deleted in capital B and the revision given in text written in with new title GMH was not pleased with this sonnet and wrote the following explanations of it in a letter 82 Quote, Rash, fresh, more it is dreadful to explain these things in cold blood. Means a headlong and exciting new snatch of singing, resumption by the lark of his song, which by turns he gives over and takes up again all day long. And this goes on, the sonnet says, through all time, without ever losing its first freshness, being a thing both new and old. Repair means the same thing, renewal, resumption. The skein and coil are the lark's song, which from his height gives the impression of something falling to the earth, and not vertically quite, but tricklingly or wavingly, something as a skein of silk, ribbed by having been tightly wound on a narrow card, or a notched holder, or as twine or fishing tackle unwinding from a reel, or winch or as pearls strung on a horsehair. The laps or folds are the notes or short measures and bars of them. The same is called a score. In the musical sense of score and this score is, quote, writ upon a liquid sky trembling to welcome it, unquote, only not horizontally. The lark in wild glee races the reel round, paying or dealing out and down the turns of the skein or coil, right to the earth, floor, the ground, where it lies in a heap as it were, or rather is all wound off onto another winch, reel, bobbin or spool in fancy's eye, by the moment the bird touches earth, and so is ready for a fresh and winding at the next flight. Crisp means almost crisped, namely with notes. Unquote. Poem 12. The Windover. Falling pianic rhythm, sprung and outriding. Two contemporary autographs in capital A. Text and dedication from corrected capital B. Dated St. Bono's, May 30th, 1877. In a letter, June 22nd, 79. Quote, I shall shortly send you an amended copy of the Windover. The amendment only touches a single line, I think, but as that is the best thing I ever wrote, I should like you to have it in its best form. Unquote. Poem 13 Pied Beauty Curdle Sonnet Sprung Pionic Rhythm St. Bono's Tremerican Summer 77 Autograph in capital A capital B agrees. Poem 14. Hurrahing and Harvest. Sonnet. Sprung and outriding rhythm. 
Take notice that the outriding feet are not to be confused with dactyls or peons, though sometimes a line might be scanned either way. The strong syllable in an outriding foot has always a great stress, and after the outrider follows a short pause. The peon is easier and more flowing. Vale of Clude, September 1st, 1877. Autograph in capital A. Text is from corrected capital B. Punctuation of original capital A. In a letter 78 he wrote, quote, The hurrahing sonnet was the outcome of half an hour of extreme enthusiasm as I walked home alone one day from fishing in the Owe. Capital A also notes, quote, No counterpoint. Unquote. End of part 2b. This recording is in the public domain.